Welcome to the Martial Arts and Crafts Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Deacon, life balance coach for better adulting, martial artist, instructor, creative artist, wife, mother, and all-around person. Thank you for joining me on the show as we learn together how to make an impact through personal growth, responding to challenges, making choices, and learning more about our identity, belonging, and purpose. On to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Martial Arts and Crafts podcast. I am your host, Sarah Deacon. It is a pleasure to be here with you again this week. I am just sitting here recording my podcast. Kids are back in school. It is great. Life is good. And I am going to be talking now about the thing behind the thing. This is an episode a little bit about teenagers. And if I do have any teens in my audience who are listening to me, I, I do have to um, apologize in advance, maybe. <laughs> For the comparison I may make, I promise it's not personal. It's um, the intention behind it is is full of love and to help and support your parents, perhaps to give them a little perspective on what might be going on sometimes with you. So that is what I will say to preface this episode today, and just just hold that I am making this comparison you know, for the benefit of the teens in our lives. And I hope that the teens, if there are any listening, I hope that you will understand this intention as I go on to explain. Now, parents, now I'm going to talk to you a minute. Parents, do you remember way back, maybe the blink of an eye ago, back when your teenager was a toddler? Now, toddlers, teenagers, very different, right? Some aren't, they are, you know, toddlers are small, teenagers are big and very independent and toddlers tend to need a lot of supervision and a lot of attention. Now, yes, they're very different and they're not quite as different as you might think at first. When you became a parent... You brought home this beautiful little infant who is so needy and cute and snuggly. And after just a couple of short and sleepless years, you have a whole person in this small authoritarian body who has become fiercely independent, but still very much needs your constant present presence and undivided attention. A lot. No is a frequent word heard around your home from both the grown-ups and the tyrannical toddler. The power struggles are real. Even though parents ultimately have the final say at the end of the day, it doesn't always feel like we win when we have to play that card, right? Now, fast forward a few years, not so many, or maybe a lot if you're a younger listener, um, not so many years later parents, we have a whole person now who is in a larger, 
much more awkward body using things like logic and reason and evidence to assert their independence and authority in our household. When did that happen, right? It becomes harder for you too as a parent to know if taking advantage of your ability to have the final say is helping or harming your relationship with your son or daughter, your teenager. Teenagers might feel out of control, frustrated, misunderstood when that yes, that no comes more often than yes again. Now with a two-year-old or the aptly termed three-nager, the arguments might be about things like which color cup they get at dinner or whether they have to put on their shoes. These are not always the most difficult of power struggles. I know personally, my kids often went out without shoes, um, but sometimes they end up with screaming and tears. It happens. We've all been there as parents. Now with a teenager, the arguments get to be a little bit bigger. They're about things like chores, grades, or dating. Sometimes these arguments as well will end with screaming, tears, and the occasional slamming door. Of course, neither of these types of arguments are really about what the arguments seem to be about. With the toddler, it's not really about the color of the cup. The color of the cup matters because your child wants the ability to make their own choice. They're not upset about wearing shoes as much as they're upset about not being able to control when they put the shoes on or what shoes they choose. The same Yes, the same holds true for the subject matter of the arguments with your teenagers. Teens push back against their parents because they're getting closer and closer to legal adulthood when they know their decisions are going to matter. They're going to really have to start taking responsibility for their own selves. So they want to test their ability to handle this responsibility in a way that still feels safe because their impending adulthood. Call me out if I'm wrong, teenagers, but their impending adulthood actually scares the crap out of them. They might not even realize this, so maybe you will call me out, but then we'll have a conversation. It'll be fun. Um, Even if you do know this deep down, and even if your teenagers know this, that they're afraid deep down, they will never admit it to their parents. When you tell your teenager that they can't wear that outfit or spend time with those people or drive to that area at that time of night, what they're hearing is that you don't trust them to make their own decisions about their life. And you don't trust that they will be able to function as an adult on their own without you. That's kind of a big deal. Your toddler tested your patience. Because they're at a developmental stage where they were first beginning to understand that they're separate from you. Your teenager is also in a developmental stage where it's really sinking in and they're really beginning to understand their need to separate from you. 
so that they can claim their rightful place in adulthood. Obviously, both of these developmental phases are important for their own reasons. When your children were toddlers, it was easier to recognize and empathize with their conflicting needs and desires for both self-control, autonomy, and parental security and safety. When you have a teenager who sounds and looks so much like a full-blown adult, it can be harder to notice and empathize with those same conflicting needs that are still at play. Showing understanding and empathy for your teenager is going to look a whole lot different now than it did when they were toddlers. The good news is that they do have the ability to communicate what's going on inside their minds at this higher level. If you've managed to cultivate a good relationship, a strong relationship in which your children feel secure enough with you to share themselves with you, then you both can learn from each other exactly how to meet these different needs as they come up. If your teen does not feel like they can communicate with you openly, honestly, guess what? It's not too late. You can find a way to reset and to build foundations that maybe are a little bit cracked and it's okay. So parents, I want to challenge you today to remember that sweet little toddler who pushed all of your buttons in the most adorable way possible when you look at your teenager. This is a reminder for myself as well as I am in a season where I am being challenged (laughs) and I am rising to the challenge of, of meeting my teenager with the same kind of empathy and desire to understand curiosity about who he is, who they're becoming. And that sweet child still longs to find comfort in your arms and that sweet sweet baby that that little that little boy or girl still inside there somewhere maybe closer to the surface than it seems because they try to build up all that tough exterior they know that they still need you they don't always necessarily want to still need you So maybe they pick a fight about a thing they know that you're going to fight them about, but it's not really about the thing. It's about them wanting to be seen for who they are now and not who they were as babies or toddlers. See, I got you teenagers. Like it, we know you're not babies anymore. And that's sometimes what makes it hard for us parents because it, It went by faster than we expected. It is is a practice to put the distance here. And when teenagers are practicing putting that distance between themselves and you, their parent, they just want to see if you will still be there for them. They want to know that you will still be be there for them if they change their mind about putting up a wall or separating or running. 
and putting that distance. It's not so much about testing your limits as a parent as it is about seeing how far they can go where your love will still reach them. They want to know that there's nowhere that's too far away. And if you are a parent who's anything like me, you know this in your bones. There is nowhere that's too far from from the love, from where our love will reach. And we'll do what it takes to get them, to help them to feel it, to help them to know they've, they've always got us, that we've always got them. So when was the last time you fought with your teenager about something stupid? Was it really about this stupid thing? And if you think about it, even for just a a minute or two, you'll probably see maybe there was more to it than that. So dig a little deeper, work on building foundations of connections. I was at the high school orientation uh, not that long ago, and they really hit a point when talking about the parent-teacher-student organization saying that a lot of times in this in this phase of life, this season that we're in with raising teenagers in high school and beyond, they're the, the the natural urge, the tendency for parents is to pull back and step back and step away. But what's really needed is to double down and go all in, just not in the way it used to be. Again, I've talked about hovering, helicoptering, bulldozing parents. We don't want to be that. We want to be the rock. We want to be the touchstone. We want to be the the port in their storm. (laughs) We want to be the place they feel safe coming back to as that tether between us grows longer and longer. We want to just stay steady, show love, be connected, and and own our own stuff so that we can give them what they need. Maybe it's the same, maybe it's things that we needed when we were their age. I know it can be hard to remember. It's been a while. But humans don't change all that much over time. They still need a lot of the same things that we also need or needed back then. So let's connect. Let's connect offline. Let's connect online. Find me and information about my coaching opportunities and programs that I have for teenagers and parents available. SarahDeacon.com. Check me out. And you can follow me on the socials at Sarah Deacon Coach. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter at Sarah Deacon Coach. You can check me out my martial arts and crafts. That's a handle I occasionally use to share my my artwork and crafty business. Please make sure to rate the show, give give us a five star and a cool review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. Subscribe to the show that helps me out and, and share it if you find it helpful. I appreciate you listening and I look forward to being with you again next time.